an eargasm of learning, and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk with me, John Santos. And we have a special guest for today's episode, guys. I cannot contain myself because first, I am really, really excited. I'm looking forward. I, I respect this person so much because not only because of his expertise, but I have a chance, you know, an opportunity by God to really know this person business-wise and, you know, as a brother, as a friend. He is such an amazing person. Our guest for today, guys, a life coach an international entrepreneur, why you will find out later, all right? Powerful author and speaker, you know, he's so much, he has this energy that can impact and really influence people. And I'm, you know, I'm influenced also to, to be the best that I can be. Coffee lover, our guest is a coffee lover, and, and that's a hint, later you'll find out why. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, let's all welcome, let's all welcome. Our very special guest, Pete Cohen. Welcome to the show, man. Well, listen, I, I don't know what to say about that intro, but I think the first thing I'll say is I, it's an honor. It's a, it's a true honor to know you and to have this opportunity, right? It's a, an, a, the story of how it came about. I'm sure we'll talk about that. But yeah, look, like, like I say, it's, it's my honor to have the opportunity to speak to people who you influence. So yeah, I'm excited. And this is my third cup of coffee. So <laughs> I said this off cam and I'll say it again. Thank you so much for being with us here in the show. I know you're a very busy person. Guys, for all our listeners and viewers, this man does not sleep. He would he would talk, he would coach, he would inspire, he would keep. Do you know, guys, do you know the commercial of the energizer, you know, the battery with the bunny who keeps it going? Duracell. Duracell. Yeah. That is this person. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Pete, I'm excited, and I know, and I know our listeners and viewers are very excited also to discover, you know, who influenced you, man? Who influenced you or what? influence you to be in this position you are right now in this point of authority that could reach out and make a difference in the world the floor is yours brother well there's three people but i'll you know one of them obviously is my mom and dad right but you know the person that had the biggest influence on me without doubt was from the philippines this is a guy dr rafael lugai eight of 16 brothers and sisters born in cebu um, he was my coach for 16 years of my life. And uh, if, if I was trying to explain the impact this guy had on my life, there really are no words that would do it justice in terms of what he gave me, how he helped me, what he poured into my life. I never went to the Philippines with him because he was such a powerful person, an influential person. That when he left the Philippines, he, were, he worked with world hunger. So they lived around the world with indigenous people and looked at how they lived. He was a doctor uh, and he ended up living in Dallas, Texas. And uh, he, he, I traveled all around the world with him. 
And uh, I went to China. I went all over the America. And, um, you know, he, I mean, look, let, let me just share two things. Without his help, um, I sold a company for 2.4 million pounds in 2003 because of him. If it hadn't have been for him, I just forget it. It never would have happened because he helped me look at the contract of what this company, what, what was trying to happen. And I, I tell you, I can tell you a story. We can come back to it. It's a crazy story. But the other thing he did is his advice saved my wife's life. You know, I wasn't married at, to my my then girlfriend. My wife, she had a massive seizure in the middle of the night, and um, I called Raphael up. I was at the hospital, and this is what he said. You know, he said he very calmly. It wasn't emotional. He just said, find people that are still alive with the same brain tumor. Find out why. Why are they here? Find out what did they do. Copy them. And then it's the next thing he said changed everything. He said, "What? ask her what she's going to do when she gets better. And I didn't ask her that question for three years. I didn't actually hear what he said. I thought he asked me, what will she do when she gets better? But he actually said, ask her, what is she going to do? So I didn't ask her that for three years. But when I did ask her the question, she started crying. Why? Because she didn't see a future. What she saw was just not dying. And that's not a future, which then took me down a different path in terms of helping her start seeing a future. So look, you know, I, th that is such a hard question to do it justice. Um, but he was the person who's had the biggest impact on my life, apart from my parents, obviously, personally, professionally, emotionally, spiritually, impactfully. Um, and that's why, as you know, I've told you this, anytime I meet anybody from the Philippines, I just take a little bit, maybe a little bit more time, you know, to appreciate, you know, I know we all come from the human race at the end of the day, we're all, you, you, you know, but there's something about me that just takes an extra moment. So... I hope that wow. answers your question. Powerful, man. And, and and I, you know, it's it's such a, I can feel the authenticity and, and the magnitude of, of that person, how he influenced your life. And was he also the influence that, you know, paved the entrepreneurial journey for you? I, I think I paved that way. He he just made me, <laughs> he just made me appreciate that a lot more. In Why? Fact, Why is that? Why is that? But that's such a it's such a great question. I remember he had a he very rarely had a go at me. But one day we were in Scotland, right? And he loved Raphael loved golf. And we were going to play at St Andrews, which is like, you know, like the home of golf. It's where the most one of the most famous golf courses in the world, St Andrews. And I think the day before we were playing there, he was trying to help me stand on my own and not rely on other people and see how other people would play me. And he could see that I wasn't listening. And he kind of just said to me, if you don't see what I'm saying, if you don't, he used to say this to me, you need to take care of Pete for Pete's sake, right? For Pete's sake, which is, you know, and um, I just never forget that. It just, and I, it was years later that I reflect on that and realize the importance of being me. Because I believe everyone is an entrepreneur, really. I really believe that because if you look at what the word means. However, when I was nine years old, that's when I became an entrepreneur. And I was always one, but more so with from money. If, if people associate part of being an entrepreneur, making money, 
then I was nine years old because I saw my brother who was four years older than me making money, do, delivering newspapers. And I was thinking, I can do that. So I went to the shop and I asked, you know, excuse me, I was nine. I said, excuse me, how old do you have to be to be a paper boy? And they went, um, 11. And then the guy, I remember he said, he said, how old are you? And I went, 11. And then he went, you know, when can you start? I said, tomorrow. So I started the next day. And then what I did is I realized I worked out quickly. Hang on. If I do this paper round in this amount of time, I've still got this amount of time before I have to get ready for school. How many paper rounds could I do in this period of time? So I did two, right? And then I did three. I was earning three times the amount, of, twice more than my brother. And then I just realized that I can make money. How much more money can I make? I wasn't very good with money, but I could make money, you know? Wow. And uh, wow. I'll tell you something else. If you, uh, this could just blow you away, right? Sure, so, sure, sure. Man, right. the floor is yours. Oh, well, the floor is ours. You know, you're, <laughs> the way I look at podcasts, you know, with mine is uh, if I've got someone, I want the conversation to be, mm. you know, it's a two-way thing, right? Um, but, you know, Raphael uh, was of a Catholic background, right? You know, his father was a Catholic minister, you know, from the Philippines. Catholicism is big in uh, in the Philippines and it's important, you know, it gives people faith. And But Raphael one day said to me, he goes, you're a lot like Jesus. And I went, I said, well, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? He goes, well, what do you know about Jesus? Well, I'm Jewish, right? So in the Jewish religion, we recognize Jesus, but we we don't believe that he's the son of God. You know, we're, the Messiah, we're waiting right? for the Messiah. We're, we're, we're waiting. We're, waiting. Messiah, right? yeah. we're still waiting, right? I say yeah. we. It's not necessarily what I believe, right? Right, right? But I went to a Catholic school, right? So in a Catholic school, we were allowed to go to communion. We, we, we listened. We listened to the stories of the, the New Testament. I knew some of the Old Testament because as a Jew, I went to Sunday school. But what Raphael said to me, he goes, he goes, you're a lot like Jesus. And I said, why? He said, well, what do you know about him? I said, well, a bit. He goes, Jesus was a rebel. Jesus rebelled against what he was experiencing. This is not for me, you know? And he went to the desert for 40 days and 40 nights and he found himself. He found what he would say, he found God. You know, for me, God is within, you know, a God is, I, I have to be God, right? To be God-like. But what Raphael was saying is Jesus was a rebel and he said, you're a rebel. And I am a rebel. I'm a rebel against many things. You know, I rebel against nine to five. I don't want to work nine to five. You know, that'd be my idea of hell. My idea of hell would be someone saying you have to work. I mean, that's a terrible thing to say because I'm sure there's a lot worse than doing that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But for me personally, if I had to be up at a certain time and I had to work at someone else's hours, that just wouldn't be for me. And I've always rebelled against conforming to what other people tell me what I should do. I, I want to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, who I want to do it with. So, wow. Yeah. Is, is that the, for all our listeners and viewers out there, um, Pete has this, I don't know if it's a word or you, you know, you, you invented this word, but it, it has this essence that is so powerful, right? Entrepreneur it is, is, you know, that story that you shared was yeah. that the foundation of this word? And please, please do explain what 
entrepreneur is. Yeah, yeah. So you have some interesting uh, blood in you, right? You have uh, Pakistani blood in you. You have Filipino blood in you. You have the blood of a human being, right? So what's interesting about the word entrepreneur, it actually comes from that part of the world. You know, India, Sanskrit. Right. Sanskrit word. And the first written words. And there is a word for entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur with an E. And it doesn't mean someone who's taking a risk in the pursuit of profit, which is what a lot of people think it is. It means something much deeper. It means the the, the guiding spirit within you. The There's something in you that you just have to do, like a flame that just will not go out. And you, my brother, you have that within you, a spirit that is so doesn't matter when when the wind blows and it it, it, it tries to blow the flame out, it still is going to burn bright. To me, that is what uh, an entrepreneur is. You have a burning desire to do something, right? Napoleon wow. Hill talked about that and think and grow rich. But an entrepreneur, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm very yeah, an entrepreneur is about it's more than you. Mm. It's not about who you can become. It's about what you can do for others, right? Okay, that's what an entrepreneur is, and that's what you're all about. You you are one of of all the people I've met. I'm 51 in May. Of all the people I've ever met, uh, Jan, you are definitely one of the top people I've ever met in around serving others. Uh-huh. And, and that's no, I'm you're an aunt for me. You're an honor in my mind. You're an honorary entrepreneur. From the moment I met you, from the first conversations we had, it's all about. Look, I'm not perfect. I'm not the greatest, but what I am is this. This is who I am, and I will always stand in that honesty, integrity justice, courage, and um, helping. So you're an entrepreneur. So an entrepreneur to me is someone who wants to impact the world in a positive way. So um, Man, that's so strong. I mean, you are indeed a rebel in the context of you're going against the norm, right? Because in this generation, entrepreneurship is, you know, we, we do understand that there's a deeper meaning about it, but the majority... They start a business, they earn money, it's all about them. It's very self-centric approach. But in, in the concept of entrepreneur with the letter U in the front, it's not, it's a different lens. It's how you can make a difference. It's how you can give. The focus is on the people around you. And that's so powerful. You, you go against the flow. Isn't it yeah. hard, bro? Isn't it hard? to really have this discipline to push forward in this concept? I used to think so, but I don't anymore. And I think why? it's really, I think, yeah, good question. I think it's really easy, actually. So, um, you know, we met through Clubhouse. You know, I was in a room and I saw you were in the room and I clicked on your face and I read what you did, branding, identity coach. I thought, wow, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Honestly, I'm not joking. I thought... That is exactly what I'm looking for, especially the word identity. That is something I'm, you know, who who do you identify with and who do you identify with becoming? I'm I'm so fascinated about that. So I've made my life a lot harder than it needs to be. And um, I think you've heard this story. So for your listeners, let me share. There's a guy who I spoke to yesterday who I saw like I'm seeing you now guy called uh, Danny Levin. If you can get him on your podcast, which I'm sure I can organize that with a click with like that, no problem. So this is a guy who's walked away from billions. 
He walked away from all of it because it wasn't for him. And he told, he's written a book called The Mosaic. And he told this story about his daughter who was born with some challenges and he wasn't able to communicate with her in a way that she could understand. She would be angry. She would be lashing out because she couldn't express herself. So he learned to talk to her in a way beyond words, which some people would call in a telepathic way, you know? And I, I think we can do that. You know, I think words are sometimes overrated. I remember Raphael, my, my coach, telling me, he said, what is the oldest form of healing? And um, I don't know what I said. He said, the oldest form of healing is touch. So if someone is sick, you pick them up and you would hold them. And often you would just rock them as a, as a child. You'd, 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 you'd touch someone. But you know what? You don't have to touch someone with your hands. You can touch someone with your spirit. You can touch someone with your love. You can touch people. You can touch people with your voice, right? I mean, that's, that's what Amazing. podcasting I'm is. I'm having goosebumps now. I mean, wow. <laughs> oh, I could. This is a guy, Raphael, just to go back to him. This is a guy who was a doctor. He delivered thousands of babies. I mean, thousands and thousands of babies. And uh, in, in Cebu, um, because it's a small island, I mean, this is, he's, he died when he was 79. And this was like five, six years ago, seven years ago. And one of the things he used to do is he learned how to read people's energy from their signatures. And he said, you learn to do this because if someone was sick, what you do is, you'd, and, you'd, and you didn't know what it was, you, you'd get them to sign their name and the signature would be taken on a boat to someone on the mainland who would be able to look at the signature and read what was wrong with the person. And then the information would come back. Now, some people think that's crazy. But for some pe other people, it's like, well, no, your signature is the one thing you can give someone that isn't a picture, that is their energy. It's only, only you can do it and you can read what is going on with a person. And I saw Raphael, when we used to do workshops for people, he'd say, get people to answer these questions and get them to sign their name. And then Raphael, when he came to the UK, which is where I'm from, he would then, I would get the pieces of paper and the signatures before the workshop. He'd look at them. And I never forget one day he said to me, who is this person that's coming tomorrow? And I went, I went, I said, I don't know him that well, but he's a nice guy. He said, listen, I asked you to bring people who are capable of supporting you because we were like, it was like a mastermind, you know? He said, this guy is very disruptive. <laughs> and I was still thinking in part of my head going, really? You can tell that from the signature? He's, <laughs> this guy was so destructive. Everything Raphael said in the day, this guy challenged, challenged everything. And it's amazing what you can see when you start to look at the world with a different lens. You just start to look at everything. And that's, again, what he taught me. He taught me to, people don't change when you tell them. People change when their perspective changes, right? Love that. I love that. I, I share, I share the, same, the same essence in what you've shared. You, know, you don't just tell people for them to change. The greatest testimony is your life how you live your life, how you, you know, how you, you show them the people around you. And that is, you know, so powerful that it goes beyond words. When they see that you are making an impact, they can feel it. They will then be hooked by, you know, by something they will be drawn near to you. And that's where the influence happened. That is how the impact starts 
to really break barriers. And that is something I see in you, my, my friend. The way you speak, the way, the authenticity, the love, the care, you know, wrapped with wisdom that comes from God and, and knowledge that was based on your experience and your journey. When, when that combination hits someone, wow. Yeah. Then you can see a transformation. So I, well, you I know am, when, sure, well, you sure. know when, when, when you, uh, you know, who I am is who my experience. My who I am is also the future that I'm creating. Who I am is the people that have poured into me. So my, you know, my mom always said, my mom showed me there's an answer to everything, right? And my dad always said, son, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So believe you me, I know a lot of people. Right, just because I, every time I meet someone, I think I've got to get to know this person because my my dad hypnotized me. It's not what you know; it's who. Who do you know? And um, you know, it's it's a it's an honor to know people. It's an honor to. But when I speak, I'm not just speaking from my experience. I'm speaking from the wisdom of others who have poured into me and my generations and exactly. my my culture, my tribe of who I am. Even though I'm more than that, that's part of who I am. Yes. I'm a part of the human race. And, you know, the thing I've learned recently about, you know, the problems that exist in the world, they're my problems. You know, I'm not seeing myself separate to what is going on in the Philippines right now. You know, I'm not seeing myself separate to what is going on in India right now or the, the Black Lives Matter movement. It's my problem. I'm not, I'm not, it sounds really deep, but if we're going to sort these issues out, we have to take responsibility. We, we, we can't see ourselves as separate to them. You know, you know, uh, one thing that I like about you and, and you know, my family as well, because we're, you know, we're listening to your rooms. Um, you don't just focus, and, and I share the same trait. That's why I, I, I can feel the authenticity. You don't just focus on the negativity, you know, the problem, the challenge, the predicament. But you always go to, okay, so what can we do about it? What's the next big thing that we can do? Because we, we don't have control on, on the situation because it already happened. For example, the pandemic, it's, it's here. You know, the blame game doesn't get us anywhere. And so the next big thing is what can we do? Because life goes on, right? And that yeah. is something that I really admire. You know, I believe that God blessed you with this power. And it's such an amazing perspective because I, I'm listening in your, in your rooms. And then, when, you know, when unintentionally, people will say, this is something wrong. This is bad. I don't have this, and, you know, and then you come up with respect and humility. That's so amazing. You say, okay, okay, I, I get that. But uh, what do you want us to do? What can you do about it? <laughs> and yeah. that it changes yeah. the game. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we always have a choice, right? And that's, you know, Jim Rohn, who I've never met, but had a, he's had a massive impact on my life. Jim Rohn was Tony Robbins's mentor um, you know, Jim Rohn, I just remember him saying, you know, that what humans have is the dignity of choice. So, you know, like trees grow and they just grow. That, that's what they do. Do they choose to stop growing? I don't know. They just grow until they can't grow anymore. But us, we have that choice. And I think we have the choice to grow or not grow. There's nothing in between. And what does growing mean to you? Well, that's up to you to work out. What's the best type of growing? It's when you contribute to others and you want to impact other people's lives. So you make it more than just you. Um, but, you know, an answer to the question is before this guy, Danny Levin, who I met, 
I was hosting a room on Clubhouse for somebody else. And it was about problems in business or the difficult questions, no shortcuts. And everyone was talking and sharing. And he was the last person that came up. And as I told you, he was talking about his daughter not being able to communicate. And he started communicating with her telepathically, you know, beyond words. And then he said, your business is talking to you. Are you listening? Are you listening to what your business is saying? That blew me away because if you have a business and you listen, that sounds crazy, but, but I'll tell you what my business is saying to me, work with the willing, work with the people that want to do the work, work with those people. That's what my business is saying to me. I just, I was listening, but I wasn't really listening. And when he said that, I thought it's easy. It's all easy if you listen. That doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard work, but you know, I suppose that's the journey of Man. being an entrepreneur. That is such you know? goosebumps after goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, brother. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, with that, with that, you know, um, you open the door for um, discussion about businesses and perspective and mindset, and obviously being an entrepreneur now. Our listeners and our viewers, including me, we're all excited. Coming from an expert like you, and if you don't, you know, grab that title, I gave you that title because you are a point of authority. Coming from you with your experience, Pete, can you give us some tips? You know, basic tips, but knowing you, nothing is basic. <laughs> How to bring your business to the next level. And this is needed to being an entrepreneur. The floor is yours, my brother. So, you know, there's a, uh, a book by Stephen Covey called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which has sold millions of copies all over the world. I think it's somewhere there, yeah. Yeah, behind all the <laughs> Batman stuff, right? Which is what I'm more interested in that than anything else. But that's, <laughs> I was talking to someone yesterday about you. I was talking to someone yesterday in uh, Thailand about you, who's very influential. And we were talking about superheroes and creating a space for people to be their own hero. And I said, you need to meet this guy, Jan Santos. You know, he is the living equivalent of Batman <laughs> to me. And um, she, she loves, um, uh, what's that guy, Iron Man? What's the character called? Uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, yeah, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, in, in answer to, you know, your question, you want to take your business to the next level. Well, you've got to take your, you've got to take you to the next level first. Exactly, yeah. Right. You want to scale your business, scale yourself. That's Ooh. my work. Right? Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I've got two mics here. Dude, I mean, I, I, uh, please, please, um, you know, um, let's dig deeper because bro, our listeners and our viewers, they're not all in the same um, levels, you know? There are business people who will get that point immediately. And there are some that are starting their journey. So when you, scale, yeah. when you said that, if you want to scale your business, scale yourself first, please explain. Okay, yeah, of course. So the first thing has got to be movement. There's got to be movement. You got to move this body. So I, I would imagine there's quite a few... Filipinos that listen to your podcast, right? Yeah, very few, very few. Well, when you think of when when you think of you are great not movies, a prophet in your own town, so <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I 
listen, when, when this podcast goes out or any of your podcasts, I will share it with the world anyway. So and I'm sure you've got people that listen to your podcast all over the world, but I will tell everyone about this. But I know one of the greatest Filipinos of all time, right? So I was with him in Dubai and that's Manny Pacquiao, right? Um, right. So, uh, you know, Manny drinks the same coffee as me, but that's another, that's another story. But if you think about Manny, uh, he's a fighter, right? And, and life is a battle. Life is a challenge, but he's, he's also, a, he, he's also a, a Christian, you know, a believer in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. Massively. He, he, everything yeah. he does is for God, right? Everything he does for something bigger than him. In fact, I can tell you a story because he joined the business that I'm in because he knows that he is not going to box forever. He's got a massive entourage and he wanted to help his entourage by having a business that they could all do. And I was with him in, I was with him in Dubai. The, the reason I tell you this story, to talk about scaling your, your building yourself, it has to start off with some sort of physical activities, physical movement, being fit, being strong. That's very important. So that's one thing. Then it's about, you know, developing things in yourself, developing your belief in who you are. And that I think comes from being grateful, you know, practicing gratitude, um, believing in something bigger than yourself. So that might be God, um, who you're serving, but just being strong mentally, physically, emotionally, that what's the point if you don't have energy and strength and a strong mind if you want to build a business. Because I promise you, from my experience, your business growth will be a direct reflection of your growth, your self-growth. Wow. So. Powerful, man. Knowledge knowledge bomb. Wow. I Myself, Pete, I learned a lot from that. You know, I when you were saying those tips, stories, I was like, you know the feeling when you're watching your favorite movie? <laughs> that is my feeling thank you so much man thank you so much brother for sharing your story who you are what you do and now giving us those awesome tips and i'm sure our listeners and our viewers are inspired and they're ready to take that challenge in life but we are not done yet Pete. you shared your story you tell us what you can do you give us your knowledge now it's time to play a game. All right, Pete? So this yep. is something we call the creative fast talk. We will ask you, and I say we, it's me. I will ask you questions <laughs> that yep. you are not allowed to spend time thinking what the right answer would be. First thing yep. that comes into your mind, shoot. All right? Easy. Yeah. All right. You need to be totally honest. Yeah. Ready? Question number one. Favorite color? Red. Hot or cold? Hot. Walking or running? Walking. Pizza or burger? What? Pizza burger. or burger? Burger, burger, oh, burger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ice cream or chocolates? Ice cream. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? I'd be an eagle flying up above everything else and kind of seeing what's going on. <laughs> Without getting involved. <laughs> I, love I love that. I love that. Next question. Soap or toothbrush? Soap. <laughs> All right. Lights on or lights off? Lights on. Okay. The beaches or the mountains? Oh, beaches. 
That's okay. a tough one. Yeah, yeah. All right. The old school cinemas or the modern Netflix? Old school cinema. Ah, all right. Since you answered that, what are the top three movies of all time for you? Uh, Star Wars, Enter the Dragon, mm. and Lord of the Rings. Oh, man, I love those. I, I, I think I watched Enter the Dragon last, last week. Uh, well, for the first time? No, no, no. Again. <laughs> yeah. That's I never I forget that line in the film where he goes, what was that? Do it again. But <laughs> this time with feeling. Bruce Lee was unbelievable. I mean, yeah, he yeah. is just a legend. He is. He is. You know? Right. Next question. What scares Pete Cohen? Oh, dear. Um, something happening to my wife, you know? So, right. yeah. I, I can feel the love, the solid yeah, yeah. love there. Yeah, man. Yeah. My respect for you, just, you know, get upgraded. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Next, driver or passenger? Driver all day. <laughs> I, I, I used to feel that way. And then, you know, it's like, I just want to sit and watch. Because I can think, yeah. right? You know, but um, yeah. plus in the Philippines, being a driver doesn't really excites me because you get stuck in traffic. And yeah. before the pandemic hit. <laughs> yeah, Next, yeah. What is something that is always in your bag when you were a kid? Something that was always in my when I was a kid. A Walkman. Some Ooh. some way of playing music. Something music related. What what type of Walkman do you do you have back then? Is it the the one that you can press rewind or just play? Yeah, yeah, I know a Sony Walkman. You know, I'm talking about a tape. And uh, you know, yeah, no, definitely. You're talking like. Do you know the trick with a with a with a pen and the and the cassette tape? Do you know that? What's yeah. the connection between the pen and the cassette tape? When the paper, when the thing comes out, you put the paper back in to wind it back in. No. <laughs> yeah, in the Philippines, there there are two types of Walkman. Before, when I was a kid, the first was the stop, play, and fast forward button. That's yep. cheap. The other one is the with the rewind button. The, the problem is it's expensive and it consumes battery. So we tend to, like me, tend to go on the cheaper version. So I get the, a, a pen and then the cassette tape and then you spin it. So that, that's the manual way to rewind. And oh, then wow. While you're playing other cassette, you're preparing the side A of the wow. other cassette. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's how you do, you know, you recognize what you have and you you love it. You know, you acknowledge that you don't have the money to buy something that you don't want, that don't have. So you, yeah. you enjoy what you have and you find ways. And I think that really catapulted me in thinking as a businessman, as an entrepreneur. Yeah. But, you know, going back to the game, <laughs> now you know what's the connection between a cassette tape and a pen. I thank you. <laughs> I've learned something. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you. Next. What was the weirdest food you ever tried? Dorian. Uh, can you explain what, what that Do it's is? A, it's a spiky fruit. It's from the Philippines. Uh, Dorian. Uh, Dorian, yeah. You pronounce yeah. it just like my little boy. They're, they're so slang. Yeah. I, I can't speak English, you know, fluently. Yeah. But you and my son, you pronounce it so nice that I can't understand what is it? <laughs> it was the weirdest food I ever tasted. Dude, Dorian. I can't even eat that. 
You know, it, but it's a very unique fruit because it's almost a complete protein. Yes, so yes. Very, and it That's smells. It, it is. But, it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, what is um, your dream superpower and why? Uh, my dream superpower is to inspire people to take action and commit to a future that is bigger than where they are right now. Ooh. Uh. Next, very easy. This is city or a quiet suburbs? Oh, quiet suburbs all day. Yeah, I, I love where you live, by the way, in the stories. It's so peaceful and you just walk around, you know. So yeah. very nice, very nice. Thank you. This last question can be something serious depending on how you will take it, all right? If you can bring if you can bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? You know, that's such a great question because if I brought someone back, I think first off would they want to come back? That's the thing. So that's the thing. I if I You know what I mean? Because I actually powerful. think that where yeah. they are now is so much amazing. They're having such an amazing time yeah. that would they want to come back? So let, let, let's say let's say that they all agreed. Okay, all of you know they all agreed. Okay, Ooh. we want to go back. It's it's with you, Pete. Your power to bring back someone. But we're all game. We're all ready. No hard feelings. You pick one. We'll go back in the living world. Who would it be, and why? Wow, uh, you know what? That's probably one of the hardest questions anyone has ever asked me. But I suppose it would be my mum. I, I I I know that you would say yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for all our listeners and viewers, please um, explain why. I yeah, know, of course. I know. But yeah, please, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't just the fact that she. It wasn't the fact that she died not long ago, like a few months, like, a, I don't know, five weeks ago or something. And, yes, you know, yes. I was privileged of being there with my brother when she took her last breath. It was more that, I suppose, that because it had been like nearly three years since her husband, my father died, she'd worked so hard to embrace life without him. That almost when she got to the point when she was ready, you know. But, you know, in saying that, Wherever she is now, I'm, I can feel it and I know that she's free and not in pain. But, you know, I'd bring her back. Yeah, I'd bring her back. And I'd just sit down with her and tell her, you know, how much I love her. I can tell her that anyway. So, Wow. Yeah. Bro, I, I'm sure she is so proud of you and she loves you so much. I yeah. know that. I know that. Thank you so much, Pete for, you know, being such an awesome, awesome human being in our show. Bro, for any projects, online accounts, releases, events, the floor is yours. Please promote. Well, you know, there's two things, right? But for entrepreneurial people. So the first thing we talked about, you know, uh, building yourself to build your business. I created a free 30-day program that is specifically designed around that. It's 30 days. It's a long, it, it's a fairly, you know, it's a quite a challenge to do anything. It's about 20 minutes a day. I would encourage anyone to go through that. And it's, it's, it's mi365mi365.me, M-E. Anyone can do it. If you get to the end, 
I will personally speak to you wherever you are in the world on Zoom. I will give you my time. But that's the, the main thing. The, you know, the other thing is if people are interested in starting a, a business from scratch, you know, the coffee business I have, which Manny Pacquiao uh, is, is very successful in the business. Anyone can do it. We're in 32 countries around the world. Just contact me somehow and I'll share that with you and how you can do it. And we can be partners in sharing something that most people do every single day. You know, it's not just normal coffee. It has something in it that in uh, Japan, they call it reishi. Uh, in uh, the China, they call it lingshi. And in the rest of the world, we call it Ganoderma. Um, and I know you guys, I know in the Philippines, you have that drink called three in one, which has um, one of the ingredients. But yeah, look, if you want to talk about it, but I just say, guys, follow Jan. Just keep anything Jan says, I would listen because this guy is dropping so many awesome bits of wisdom and advice. And the work that you're doing is, you know, I, I think it's important to say when I, when I saw you in the clubhouse, I picked you up. I didn't pick you up. I pulled you up. I said, I want to talk to this guy. And our worlds have changed massively from that moment. And what's going to happen from this moment and the next moment. So I appreciate you so Thank much. You. Thank you for Thank the opportunity you. to speak. Thank out. you so much, bro. Thank you so much. Guys, please connect with Pete. I'm sure he can help you in your journey towards success. So this is a creative talk with me, John Santos, and our special guest, Pete Cohen. Guys, have a positive outlook in life. Smile. God bless. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.